Today's Roma Press podcast is once again sponsored by our very good friends over at Zencaster and Zencaster Professional. If you are looking to upgrade your content creation game in 2023, make sure to check out the all-new, all-in-one Zencaster Professional, which makes it easy for you to create and deliver the very best and high-quality audio and video. So whether you are a YouTuber, podcaster, whatever it may be, and whatever your content creation needs are, Zencaster Professional can help you deliver high-quality audio and video to your audience. Get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional by visiting Zencaster.com slash pricing and use code ROMAPRESS. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Gian Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. I am feeling, even though I may not sound like it, reinvigorated. The World Cup is over. I don't know if I am more amazed though, Andy. Paolo Dybala, World Cup champion, or Leandro Paredes, World Cup champion. Hmm. That it's, is the question. I I don't know how to feel about that, that he will forever have that moniker to be able to uh, be added to his name. As happy as I was for Dybala, I am still to this moment Devastated. just as memorized. <laughs> mesmerized, I should say, not memorized. Um, that... Paredes has won a World Cup. I, I still cannot grasp that. It's it And actually exact... played well. And actually played well, to his credit. Well, he didn't start, which I thought was uh, was pretty interesting, because if I'm not mistaken, I, I think he had been a regular uh, up until that match. And I have to tell you, I thought poor Dybala... Because, you know, he gets enough of uh, the heart palpitations. He gets enough of the, the, the choking when he's with Roma. And I thought to myself at the very end of that, oh, my goodness, it has somehow made its way over to international play for this poor guy. There is no way they are going to go on to win after blowing that lead. And moreover, talk- they're putting him on in the final seconds of extra yes. time yes which is notoriously known for being the worst time to put somebody on in the hope of them converting a penalty kick without any uh, playing time beforehand right. whatsoever so all of the cards were stacked against him really for for it to be a colossal misfire of a night and yet and yet that exactly that's the that's the crucial portion of it. And yet, I was extremely happy for him. My fear was they would lose and he would not even uh, get onto the pitch, which I thought would be just... I, I couldn't think of a worse way for him to return to Roma after having, as we already stated last week, 
the guy rushes and does all you know humanly possible to return in time for the world cup doesn't really feature in the first uh well up until the final as you said what was it 15 15 minutes 20 minutes something like that mm-hmm. uh, nice. barely barely nice. saw nice. time on the pitch nice. um now i was surprised when he came on but i have to tell you i was even more surprised when he was a second penalty taker weren't you 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 had to have been more stunned by that than the fact he actually came onto the pitch. I yeah? mean, on, uh, he he came in for less than ten minutes, honestly. And uh, what what uh, I think he touched, you know, uh, maybe I one couldn't or tell two, you what he did before the, the two penalties. crucial balls. Uh, he stripped uh, Kylian Mbappe in, in Argentina's penalty area, um, kicking the ball into the stands. Um, but aside from that. You know, he was. It was really the for me. It was the moment where uh, I don't know. Lionel Scaloni just throws his last card, and all of a sudden he lets right. Holy Debala step on the pitch. Uh, I mean, the guy. What beforehand in the, the World Cup played like 10, 15 minutes in total beforehand, and in, in the previous games, uh, and uh, this was his moment. And and I thought. The fact that he went right after Messi was um, was great and terrifying at the same time because right, honestly, right, you could right. you can also tell. I mean, the, the the penalty that he that he converts is not a great penalty. It's not there is not a lot of force behind it, um, especially for a penalty that goes so straight on. That's dangerous. That's a dangerous technique not to have not to put enough power behind it. Right. Um, the balls it takes to do that. Uh, I, the I balls it takes, but also I think the the, the pressure. There is pressure involved. Mm. Uh, I think the, the uh, Loris helps him a, a great deal and just because he just dives before even Dybala gets the shot off. And um, but that's, that must be a great feeling. So for me, it was 50-50. I mean, it, it, it was either he 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 has the time of his life, scores it, Argentina win it, which is what happened, or um, he misses and Argentina go on to lose and it's just the worst moment possible for Roma's uh, biggest player coming back to the capital. Imagine a Dybala who just failed to score a crucial penalty to give his team uh, a much-needed win in a historic World Cup victory and um, what could have been a special thing for for his country, for all the people, uh, turned out to be a a big flop. His small appearance, his limited appearance, plays a crucial role, but in a bad way. Imagine the, the, the morale of a guy like that coming back to Roma, being faced with um, <laughs> Roma's own problems. And uh, that, that, for me, that was the nightmare scenario. So thank, thankfully, the footballing gods and Dybala himself just um, had too much class to, to mess it up. And uh, it was perfect. It was a fitting... You know, a fitting uh, appearance for Dybala, who should have played more, um, but in the end still found a way to impact the game positively. Kind of like, you know, I mean, it's if you think about it in different terms, but De Rossi in 2006, right? I mean, he has that nightmare start with the U.S., um, you know, gets that red card, um, doesn't even finish the game. uh, Then he's gone, and you don't see him until the final with France, 
and his only job is to go there and take that penalty and he goes and takes the penalty and it's a beautiful penalty um but that, that that's the kind of tournament that Paulo Dybala has we'll remember him and people will remember him in that tournament for that cameo thankfully it was the right kind of cameo it's not the cameo that you go back on youtube and you make memes out of it was the right. good cameo exactly and you're going to get him obviously returning in a much better mood uh, extremely motivated, uh, looking to build, obviously, upon their victory in the World Cup. So uh, it went about as good as you could hope. And when we look back on it, in the entirety of it, this World Cup break, simply from a from a squad management point of view, because obviously going into this, which, I mean, the fact that it is in, you know, smack dab in the middle of the season is exactly why I just could not get very uh, excited about this World Cup. The fact that Roma come out of this, I was about to say virtually unscathed, but I'm sure you saw what happened to uh, Lorenzo Pellegrini today. It should uh, be okay. No? I mean, it should be okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's just the fact. It's the fact that you live with the fear constantly. Right. Constantly. If it's not him, it's Smalling. If it's not this guy, it's that guy. And you're constantly like, is this friendly going to be a friendly? Are we going to, you know, are we going to worry about somebody going down as we are about to welcome back Gini Wijnaldum? I mean, is this where we're coming to? This is is what it's coming down to, this? Well, right. And the fact it would have come against, uh, uh, you know, what what was the name of this team? Um, Casapia. Casa. <laughs> hey, man, they're you know they're a neighborhood, and they are fifth in the in Portugal's top flight, and they have uh, they had considerably more minutes than us. So I mean, all in all, could have been much worse. It, we could have lost to Bodo Glimt. We didn't. So Oof. Um, you you <laughs> never pass up the opportunity to to take a shot, but. I, I mean, if you look back on it, I mean, if we are being serious for a moment, I, I mean, I'm kind of worried for the, the, the supposed other shoe to drop, so to speak, because this went too well. Being the eternal pessimists that we are, I mean, the fact that Roma, well, no, I, I can't even say it because if I say it, obviously, I'm, 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 I'm conjuring the forces to allow it to happen. So... I'm not going to say it, but I mean, usually we're used to at least one or two major injuries during a break or some insignificant friendly match, a training session. So in fairness, there is still two weeks uh, for that to happen, but at least up until now. We're still in uh, aftershock with the summer summer that cost us both uh, Tony Rudiger and uh, Mario Rui. Tony Rudiger with Germany. And uh, Mario Rui as the new signing, the the guy mm. that was supposed to change the fate of uh, of our fullback position with uh, Spalletti, and and ended up I he think playing two, two the minutes, final yeah. three games of of the season. Um, so that was in the same summer, in the same break, same preseason, although 
Rudiger obviously was uh, in preparation for the Euros. So that was, um, so yes, I mean, we we're constantly looking over our shoulders as Roma fans, uh, these things. And, and that's why I can never bring myself to uh, really pay that much attention to whatever is on display in these friendlies. For me, mm. it's, this is a matter of getting through them rather than, Oh, are we putting on a show? And is this fun? And is this convincing? And I could care less. Yes. Get no, through them on. in one no, piece. I, yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care. I know there is that clip of uh, the, the midfielders just standing around and passing the ball back and forth between them. Okay, atrocious. I could, I could care less. I could really care less. I could give a crap about that. Um, it's just... It's it's not on my agenda whether we play well or not, whether the, the game plan is working, whether the formation is different. I don't care. This is about survival. I'm not even joking. I mean, if when when you see the way people freak out when Lorenzo Pellegrini decides to step out of the, of the pitch uh, at the 32nd minute or so, that tells you all you need to know. How can you at the same time want this team to perform really really well in these friendlies and uh and and then also hope that they that they somehow are able to avoid injuries and so on it's impossible it's it's uh it's either this or that you cannot with roma i don't want to you know I, I i i try to be reasonable but for me the only scenario that matters is everybody gets through these friendlies healthy in one piece motivated you know that that's all i care about because if i have to see this team once again lose an important player just because we are playing uh for the you know for for a youtube stream or something in a in a portuguese neighborhood in the south of portugal i could give a crap about that i don't care i don't want to think about it i don't want to see it i'll i'll watch the highlights on youtube if it's bad i won't but please don't hurt my team okay we've seen enough we've had uh our own player break the tibia of another player of of ours uh, we have one of the summer's top signings so if if allow me to not give a shit about this Casa Pia thing, okay? Now allow me to not give a shit about Cadiz. I don't care. They can score six to nothing. I don't care. I don't think anybody in the club's medical staff cares. What they care about is let's try to avoid the Ginny Wijnaldum incident. Let's try to avoid anything that could compromise the second half of the season. You want the second half of the season or not? I mean, do you want to be entertained uh, against Cadiz and Casapia, or do you want to see this team compete uh, for the league or for the Coppa Italia or for Europa League come April, May, June? Because that's this is what we're talking about, you know? If somebody goes down now, that's it. Season over. That's exactly right. Uh, again, we have seen far too much in our time. I mean... Forget about you know our lifetimes as Roma supporters. I, I'm speaking strictly since you and I have been doing this podcast. The amount of devastating injuries in the most inconsequential, unimportant matches, friendly matches, training sessions, whatever it may be. I don't know how anybody can give even the slightest bother to this sort of stuff. It, it 
I couldn't care less if they lose five to nothing, six to nothing. It it doesn't matter to me. I would much rather have that, okay, than the ingrained image on uh, in my mind of you mentioned uh, Rudiger. That is the one I always, always go back to. That ACL when he tore that ACL, I thought to myself, "You have got to be kidding me." Because if you remember, Andy, that was, remember, that was in the middle of the incredible run that started for Roma and knee injuries. Because you mentioned you had Rui. You also. No, you that also was, it was Rudiger, Rui, Florenzi, uh, then Luca Pellegrini. Uh, right. You know, you, uh, we were still living with the shock of Kevin Strotman, who just wasn't the same anymore. Uh, we had to go and look for Thomas Vermalen to replace. Rudiger, you know, I mean, that's yes. the kind of desperation. That's exactly that where in. I was going with this. <laughs> we don't want you that, don't, right? I, I mean, the the knock on effect, so to speak, uh, the domino effect of when uh, you have these sort of injuries happen. I mean, we we bring it. Poor Vermeilen. Every time he gets brought up, we you and I always go back to that Porto match. That will forever, forever. Worst debut of all time, can it be said? I mean, really, arguably, in 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 Roma history, worst. Debut I've never of seen all anything time? like that before in my life. I, I I I I still, I still. Do you remember that first half? Because that's when all the fun started. It was in that first half at the Olimpico. I thought, there's no way they're doing this. There's no way. And then De Rossi went and did what he right. did. And you were like, okay, we're right. on. And right. then Palmieri did what he did, Emerson. And then we were like, okay, we're double on. <laughs> we're, it's unbelievable. But anyway, anyway. So for the most part, they come out of the World Cup unscathed. Now we can at least somewhat begin to think about the market. I don't think it's exactly the right time to get into names. We keep seeing, I don't know necessarily why. I mean, obviously we have written about it, but uh, Sassuolo, they're just not going to give up Fratesi. They're not, especially now they do like Bove. They've liked him the entire time. He was the name that they wanted in the summer. It was never... Um, really any alternative. They either wanted um, him or Volpato. So I, I just don't see Sassuolo, who, where where do they sit? This is how all of it I am. I should know this off the top of my head. I'm going to venture to guess they're, okay, I'm trying to kill time as I Google. Yeah, see, they're sitting 15th in the city out there. Okay, 16 points. They're not comfortable, let's put it that way. No, no, not not now. In fairness, they are nine points ahead of Cremonese, who are 18th on seven points. Uh, I I would say the bottom three is pretty uh, set into the stone at the moment. I, I don't see how any of them come up from it, which Verona... I have talked this into existence, by the way. Uh, Venezia, Sia, Chievo Verona, no longer in existence. Uh, now Hellas Verona, they're going to go down. So that wish that I made some years ago uh, about each uh, and every side from Veneto, either uh, going into uh, administration or being sent into the depths of uh, the uh, uh, Italian football tiers. It's happening. 
So I, I am going to take credit in part for this, but there's just no way Sassuolo sitting that close to the bottom that they're going to give up. Andy, let's be very clear. He's been their best player, and it hasn't even been close that he's been the, – the margins at which he no, has no. been their of best course. player. No, no, with, with Scamacca gone and and, and uh, Berardi dealing with injuries, uh, you know, yeah. this is – this is Sassuolo's next big thing. I mean, Carnevali probably doesn't sleep at night when he thinks that Roma have 30% of the sell-on clause. That's for him, that 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 thought that he will not be able, no matter what, to capitalize on uh, on, on Fratesi's value is uh, has to be really bothering him. Uh, but for, 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 you know, for Roma, it would be ideal. This is a, a player that Very everybody ideal. at the club yes. likes, but it's just... I think in January, realistically, just an, an unattainable goal. So um, if Roma choose to do something in the midfield, and I have serious doubts about that, I, not because they don't want to, but probably because they, don't, they can't, but we'll see. Um, it, it, it will have to be somebody else, not not Fratesi, not that this time, not with the with the, the situation that Sassuolo are in. Um, far and away, their best player and... Uh, this season, one of the best midfielders in the league. Right. Um, if we had like a soundboard of uh, uh, of uh, sounds and clips, this that is where I would add one of my favorite uh, clips of our good friend Marco Violi, uh, the one where he says, Mancano questi i soldi. One of the best clips that he's ever come up with. <laughs> now, <laughs> Besides Fratesi, though, I, I think the name that everybody has been assuming, or I, I guess I probably most, uh, to, to be more concise with it, the, the name that has been most spoken of, written about, is uh, Lukic from Torino, which again, I just, I don't see how Torino gives him up, especially, and I mean this with all due respect to the guy, but you you think they're going to give him up for Shamuradov? I I don't think they're going to give him up for Shamuradov, but I do think the the, he, the, the Torino are in a, in a in a pretty uh, crappy situation with regards to Lukic and uh, his ambitions and also his falling out with uh, with the management and uh, <laughs> I mean the guy was has been has what started like four games for them this season um, he's been really on the margins the sporting director badmouth him uh, like for the entire first few months of this campaign uh, Ivan Juric, not a big fan of this player. So, uh, in all honesty, if there is a name that I I, I would keep my eye eye out on is is uh, is Sasaluki, just because of all those guys. If we are thinking about uh, Hussein Maur, who's asking for four point five million um, in, in in salary, I, I just I just think if there is a name for a, a mid season, you know transfer window then then Lukic is it because he kind of fits the the cheap profile that um you know that you would look at this in the, in this this time of the season um in kind of like an emergency situation that's that I think that's your guy um I just think they can get a lot more in the summer now I it's going to depend on whether they want to run that risk. He expires in 2024, so you're going to obviously have the the, the risk of him. Uh, if you don't sell him in the summer, 
you're you're going to risk losing him for free. So I do think that they would be open to to a January deal, but I I hate you know I, every time we talk about Roma, particularly the the January transfer market, I try my best not to be a a wet blanket or be the the, the party pooper, so to speak. But that financial fair play uh, punishment was handed down, what, two months ago? So I know when it comes to financial fair play, it, it, it seems completely subjective, if we're being quite honest, which to an extent it is. Um, but Roma, they at least have to adhere somewhat, uh, somewhat strictly to that. So who are you going to sell? You're going to have to finance getting Luke Geach somehow. Um, I just can't imagine that uh, either Torino or Roma, if it's a deal just involving Shomurodov, Luke Geach, I'm terrified to see what uh, Shomurodov is still on the books for, what his actual book value is. Uh, again, I'm still lingering, uh, uh, lagging behind in my market uh, in all of my market stuff at the moment. So I should know that. But nonetheless, uh, you're not going to get the book value for him from Torino. And Torino, I imagine they believe that they can get more for Lukic in the summer. But uh, who knows? Uh, when you have two motivated sides to get rid of players that they don't want, um, you would be surprised at the things that could happen. Beyond him, though, beyond Lukic, I just don't, it, unless there's something you think that's possible. I just don't see many realistic paths that they can take. And I and I don't necessarily even disagree with this approach, to be honest with you. Getting back Vinaldum, I know it's one of those tired Italian, uh, just one of those uh, tropes that we tend to hear. Uh, you know, he's like a new signing. I remember when Florenzi was coming back from injury. He's like a new signing. It's like, well, hold on. Uh, it's going to take some time for the guy to come back, find his feet, find his rhythm. So I don't know if it's necessarily like a new signing. It's, it's like a new body. We can say it's like getting another corpse in the building. Um, but he's not going to be, Vinaldum is not going to be. The, My goodness, John. I mean, I remember when we started this thing together and uh, I was the negative one. But compared to compared to you right now, I'm 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 the cheerful clown guy no no i but listen you just called vinaldum a corpse <laughs> no 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 i what i'm saying though is the guy's not going to come back and be world class day one you have to give him time to find his feet to find his rhythm so you're not going to get the guy at his level uh the very first match day he's going to take time so that's why i kind of disagree with the always oh, like a new signing well they, okay sure yeah maybe but uh if we have to wait a month and a half, which he deserves to be given that time, I, I, I guess I somewhat disagree with that uh, outlook on the situation. But but beyond uh, you know beyond Lukic, I just don't see many realistic names or opportunities out there. I do think perhaps they could try to go for another central defender, but again, Kumbula still on the books for a very large amount. What are you going to do? You just give him on dry loan? I. It's just difficult, Andy, to see many viable paths for them in January. It's 
January is always difficult to begin with for any club, but now with the constraints on resources uh, that were put into place because of financial fair play, I, I mean, this is going to be difficult to navigate. It is. Yeah, it is. It's going not only for us. I mean, uh, you have uh, Barcelona who probably can't even, um, they can't even register new new players in the, in the coming window. So it's, uh, this these are things that affect a lot of clubs roma are 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 not in a good position um they have to watch out and uh, january is always tricky again because it's a month of expectations because it's a month where um, people immediately think what this team needs because we've seen something we've seen the team play so far we more or less uh, see what the what the glaring um holes in the roster are um, well, hold we, on. What is what? What are those to you then? Well, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that um, there is there is a, a player missing in the midfield. Like Roma are just one man down, really, in the midfield. Um, you have a situation related to to the right back position, a big question mark, where you don't know if you are going to be able to count on both Selik and Karsdorp. Is, is that still on the table or are we already, you know, are we moving on from Karsdorp or is he moving on from us? That's the, the other question. You have uh, an attack that filled with names, but none of them can score. So, you know, you're looking at, <laughs> at, at having guys okay. like Eldor Shemurodov who <laughs> want to play more, but whenever they're given a chance, they can't score. You have a guy like That's Tammy the Abraham. They don't score goals. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, simple you're, you, you have goals. Tammy Abraham who's, who's having a midlife crisis despite only being 25. You, you, you have... You say Zan- I'm negative. Oh. Well, I'm no, 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 no. You called, you called Vinaldum a corpse. I, I'm just stating if facts If the guy's here. having a midlife crisis at 25... Yes, well, I can relate. I am, I am, I'm, I'm 25 and I'm having a midlife crisis, what it feels like, but uh, um, uh, the, the, that's not the point. The point is basically that there is a number of issues that need to be addressed and obviously... Uh, and they always need to be addressed. Like even a team like Napoli that are doing really well, um, they are looking to do something in January because they know something. There isn't something that needs to be done. Like they're looking to offload uh, someone like Demme, and so in in his place they will need to find somebody else for the midfield. Now, every team does it. Every team is going to make considerations, but at the end of the day, January is usually an emergency situation. Uh, January is the, is the time of the year where you can, you get really screwed by, uh, by teams. If you, if you are looking for somebody, everybody knows that you're desperate. Um, everybody knows that you're trying to sell somebody. Everybody knows that you're trying to buy somebody. Just it's, it's, uh, everybody's looking to take advantage of you. And, I think Roma are just not in a position to do so, um, at least for what their needs are. So it will have to be uh, a month where Roma get the, first of all get their um, shit together, um, are able to reintegrate somebody like Vinaldum who can be pivotal for the team, sort out their attack, um, get rid of maybe some players. Hey, it would be nice to to already be able to sell somebody um, like say Justin Clivert, you know. To be able to monetize a little bit in the in January, which is again very problematic as well, because hey, why? You know, what I mean, Justin Clivert is on a is on a dry loan at Valencia. You know, they they might as well wait until the end of the the season to see how he performs. 
um, if they want to extend his stay and if you want, they want to make his deal permanent. So it's it's just a, it's a it's a month of of question marks. Uh, Roma, what they can only do is, from a team perspective, they must figure things out. They they must find a solution to to this thing where they keep wasting chances. To this thing where anybody that comes on that is supposed to be an attacker uh, is 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 less creative than Marash Kumbula. I mean, if you put Kumbula or Smalling up front, I think they do. Uh, more damage than 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 uh, than than Zaniolo or Tammy Abraham are doing right now. So that's well, the... mathematically they are. Smalling yeah, is. Yeah. It, for, how depressing sure. is it when you see him second for goals scored in the league? You yeah. see his name. He is. He's. I think he's on par with Tammy Abraham. So I mean, it's it's that's the thing. Is is it, January is a month that great. You know, you have a moment where you can find the right reinforcement on the market it's very it's very it's very difficult very challenging i think last year we had a bit of luck with sergio Oliveira because he he really uh, smoothly integrated with the, with the team um and he find he he found he found his way to 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 a conference league final that's that that was great that was a good addition despite a lot of criticism but but that's that's more difficult it's 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 usually it's that's the that's the exception to the rule so for for roma it's the changes need to come from a team perspective. Um, and again, I don't want to be, I, I don't, my, I'm not interested in talking about uh, Kazapia. I'm not interested in talking about their friendlies in Japan. And I, I'm not interested in talking about their friendlies now in Portugal. What I am interested in is that these problems are addressed at some point. They will be addressed. They have to be addressed because otherwise season over, you know, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. If for a lot of teams, January is the make or break for Roma also. I mean, you, you always, it was the month where either you get that extra boost or that's where you just flat out give up. And I think in, in, in this Roma team is not that team, at least with Mourinho, at least with these players that are supposedly, you know, have, have matured since winning the Conference League. I just cannot imagine them giving up right now because, again, it's... And I, I, I say this to all of the people and the fans that are disappointed with what the team has shown so far in this mid-season training camp, both in, 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 in Japan and Portugal, there is still a lot to play for. So you cannot expect this team to go out there and entertain you and put 150% effort in a game with a, with a, with a Portuguese uh, neighborhood team. Um, because because <laughs> what? Because you need to be entertained. I get it. As a fan, it's great to see the team perform well, have fun. But if it means losing a player or two, putting yourself at risk, uh, you know, whatever, that may then have, uh, you know, long-term side effects for this team going forward, that's not what we want. We want this team to perform in January. So come January, yes, I I will be the first one to 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 point fingers and and uh, criticize if um, if this team hasn't it doesn't show any 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 progress. Um, because at the end of the day, you want you have a break. The, this break was supposed to help our our players sort of gather their 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 forces, gather their mental strengths, and and get back into it. 
And that's what you expect to see. You expect players like Tammy Abraham, some of the highest paid players in the team, somebody like Zaniolo, who aspires to be somebody uh, with, a, with a contract renewal and, and so on. And you want that team to finally click. Um, it's not going to happen with Casapia, but it, it should happen against Bologna. It should happen against Milan. It should happen against Salzburg in the Europa League. So that those are the games that count. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Yeah, I mean, if at least I'm speaking for myself when I say this, obviously, if you had a choice of, a, you know, if we had to pick one of the two, and it is between you know Roma acquiring uh, you, you know a guy a, a, a very cheap midfielder who is not going to sway the tide one way or the other or Roma focus and regain some of the character or mental fortitude that they showed at the end of last season i would obviously prefer the latter and that ultimately is the big question mark going into this, you know, with teams coming into January, I, you're not looking for a guy who is going to completely, you know, take you from eighth to, to, to second. You're not going to get a player who, who makes that big of an impact. You are looking for band-aids, so to speak, a guy who can be a bandage to any injuries you have had, any, uh, uh, players that have to go, you are looking for stop gaps, people who can stop the leaking, so to speak. The odds of you getting a difference maker are so slim. I, again, I know we bring this up all the time, but the only time in my, in my lifetime that Roma that I can recall uh, as I'm somewhat lucid at the moment, can we recall a single January except for one, and we all know which one it is, where mm -hmm. they have gotten difference makers. No, it, it, this is about retooling from a mental and a character point of view, in my opinion. I, I just, no one that Roma have been linked to is going to come in here and change anything dramatically. The most important thing, and I think everybody would agree with this, is for Tammy Abraham to snap out of his your the midlife crisis as you call it the most important thing is for Nicolo Zaniolo to sit down watch the YouTube videos of him scoring those spectacular goals that he did some years ago before the knee injuries the mental aspect of this is so much more vitally important in my opinion than you know transfer market stuff I, I don't even that's why with this Roma I, I can't even get too excited about the market because who's going to come in here, Andy, that, that, that just changes everything. It's not going to happen. This all has to come from within.
It, it is. It is. That's the. That's you know. That's the bottom line. Is you. You might. You might find a gem in in the transfer window. But that's 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 the exception to the rule. It it has to come from within. It has to come from the players, from the coach, finding solutions, not only tactical but also mental. Um, it, it just it just has to click. There has to be that moment where, like last season, where we saw that the team had really uh, hit rock bottom. I don't think. Um, this has been the case. I thought last season was was rock bottom. When people say that ah, this team had rock, hit rock bottom, I think to myself, well, do you remember what happened a year ago? What was happening a year ago? I, that's why I was thinking that this World Cup break, uh, as awful as it had been, as it was, the concept of it, you know, of having this World Cup in the middle of a season, and it's still awful the concept of it. But the 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 implications for for Roma to be able to finally have this mental rest, this period where everybody except for four players, only one of which went to the final, so it was gone for. The, the the entirety of the of, of training camp um, were able to to be together to to train together have no you know no no extra pressure from outside just focus on training focus on resolving their own issues in front of goal and so on that's what this team needed um and and so if I'm asked well do you see this happening now no because now I mean who who does even a team like Napoli just lost a game uh, a day or two ago against Villarreal. Um, that's not the point of this. Is is to have that moment where players can clear their minds. The team can 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 start again, start all over again. It has to feel like a fresh start. I hope it will be because this is um, this this was an opportunity granted to you by this uh, by this uh, World Cup. In January, can only be. I think, as always, a moment where you get lucky, great. You don't, you you move on and you keep working. That's That has to be the attitude. I think that's the attitude. Roma, people within Roma, Mourinho, they are realists. You know, they know what they can do, especially in this situation with, with the financial fair play. So I don't see anybody going out of their way, risking anything just for the sake of bringing an extra name. It has to make sense um, because, again, it just it just has to feel right. And um, ultimately, what will feel right is if the team find the answers from the players, from the coach, from the staff, if they have uh, less injuries, if they manage to find a, a, an alternative solution to to this to this scoring drought, if they find a, a new idea for how the midfield functions, you know. Those things, those things that really interest us, and and uh, and obviously the mental aspects of it for for each player individually, um, that has to play a part in it. And I think that that will determine the success of this season. So far, I don't care. You know, it's for me any talk that that revolves around whether this is a successful season, it has to be postponed until April, May, June. That's when right. you that's when you 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 draw a conclusion. So far, it's been a mixed bag. It's been ups and downs, a lot of lows so far. But it's fine. It's you. You still have time. Everybody has time. Juve have time. Inter have time. Napoli have time. Everybody has time to 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 do well or to do badly. That's 
I think that's the if there is a beauty about this World Cup is that it, it is you start over. It's whatever preconceived notions you had going into this break, you don't have them anymore. Right. It, 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 everybody starts off in the same position, no matter if uh, if you're Salernitana or Milan. It's the same for everybody. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think I mentioned this just uh, just after the World Cup break, but I absolutely love that Roma have a huge match coming out of it. They begin with Bologna, but then four days later, they face Milan. So they can't afford to come out of this break uh, lackadaisical, sluggish, uh, lazy. They have to have their foot on the pedal immediately. And I'm eager to see what they do. I, uh, again, I, the market is not going to do much for this team. There are some times where you have a club where they just need that one extra piece, that that one that one little spark that they're missing and they go for it in January and that is the the final piece to the puzzle so to speak that allows them to go on and win things. For me this Roma it, it, you're not going to find that one player because it has been a a myriad of things that have complicated life for them in the first half of the season and it's all going to be mental 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 as to whether or not they are able to overcome the problems they had in the first half we will know i think pretty soon out of the gate whether tammy abraham is still in this very odd uh, uh, spell that he was in whether nicolo zaniolo still has some uh, curse on him uh, not being able to find the back of the net and that is why and we've both said this a number of times why i've if we could do this world cup break if we could do another one right now extend it double the time uh, i would take it right now uh, but obviously i know that isn't the case and i'm probably in the minority of uh, uh of that group but um that's what's going to be important for roma the, the market Almost entirely inconsequential, in my opinion. There's just nothing. There's not that one piece that is just going to to resolve all of the problems. This is all mental. I think we would all agree with that. And that is something they're going to have to resolve from within. No, no sporting director, no midfielder, no attacker, no new manager can do that for them. That, that has to come from within. So, uh, again, with them beginning with such an important match against Milan, I'm... I'm I'm hopeful that they will be able to do so because again you have to be motivated right away. You you just can't afford to come out sluggish because then you can really dig yourself a major problem and begin. I mean, we want to talk about worst case scenario. Andy, I can just see it now in my head. Yeah, drop points to Bologna, problems against Milan, and all within the span of. What are those matches? Four days apart, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, well, for I mean, first week of, of yeah, or happy week 2023. January, Welcome, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's that that every, every anything goes. That's the thing. Anything goes this um, in in this part of the season this year. Anything goes. Anything can happen to any team out there, especially to Roma, a team that, as we said, has experienced several ups and downs so far this season, and. Uh, and it, it's we know that this is a team that you know learns by making 
mistake after mistake after mistake. So we just have to hope that this series of mistakes is over. And now we get to see a team that has learned its lesson, has has drawn conclusions, and is ready to apply solutions and um, and overcome whatever obstacle comes their way. Yes, for sure. Uh, we will leave it there. I guess before we go, the only request I have of Roma is for this second half is just please. I, I'm I am tired of uh, uttering the words expected goals and or uh, the, the, the letters XG uh, together. I don't want to talk about Roma having an XG of seven in a match, but they end up with one goal. I'm so tired, so tired already this year of that happening. And right. again, well, we will know relatively will know. quickly I mean, if they've shaken it off. I, 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 I just... It would be one thing again, I'm going to repeat myself, but it would be one thing if they weren't creating anything and they were conceding goals where they're split wide open. That isn't the case. They are not scoring goals that they should and they are conceding goals that they should not. I know that sounds entirely elementary and sounds so like the way to look at things. But sometimes, you know, football is just that simple. We don't need all of these advanced analytics as nice as they are. But, you know, when you don't score goals when you should and you concede when you shouldn't, it's never going to be <laughs> a pretty picture. And a lot of it has to do with the mental aspect of it. So that's all I ask. Please, Roma, just no more of this XG stuff. Just put that to the side. If you're going to, you know, drop points, I, I, I guess I would ask that it is just done in normal fashion, which is the typical shit show that we have been uh, treated to in so many seasons. Just please, just not do it the way that you did in the first half of the season. So, right. And what yeah. about um, what about our announcement? Are we keeping this announcement for another oh, time? Another yeah, yeah day? you're right. You know, I forgot about it. I think... Um, yeah, I feel like we're making this a bigger deal than it should be, but... Hey, I guess I mean, it is hey, a big deal. I don't know. Uh, we, we have, Andy and I, we have a new endeavor. I don't know what to call it. The new venture. Yes. And, but that makes it sound way more... Adven adventure. Uh, a new adventure. Advent adven yeah, yeah. Not venture. That makes it sound like we have a corporate structure when we're just two balls all sitting, yes. on, the, <laughs> sitting on laptops. Um, yeah, so we have, uh, we have created a new website that I'm sure you may have in passing come across because we've slowly been introducing it with baby steps more. So just testing everything to make sure that everything works. And we have been doing one, two, sometimes three stories a day, but and we hope to have it for under, you know, rolling properly in the coming yes, weeks. Yes. Yes. That, that is uh, uh, not indicative of the volume of, uh, 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 content that will be on the website, but we, uh, we have a new website. It is ItalianFootball24.com. So this will be covering not only Roma, obviously, but all of uh, Serie A. It will have, I mean, news about all of the clubs and it will have... Transfer uh, news, new... interviews, yes. new, so, news, games, whatever. Yes, so there's only one or two websites and I'm sure... Everybody knows what which we're referring to that cover Serie A in English, but I don't know. 
I suppose we just think we can do it quicker and better. Um, that's the hope. That's, that's the hope, that's and the that's hope. why we yes. rely on on you. And we'd um, we'd really appreciate it if you if you gave us a vote of confidence. Um, and kept yes, your and eye out on 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 this website uh, as we move forward because it would be yes. really great to um, to have it functioning properly and and have it uh, reach a wider audience. That's the that's the thought behind it. We are able now to to reach a wider audience with Roma Press, and we thought we would like to reach a wider audience with a broader broader website where the idea is to bring you the latest news about um, all of Italian football, and including, as I said, uh, news related to games, uh, interviews, transfer news, whatever you want. It's going to be there. And, um, yes. and the hope is to have it up and running in, in full swing in the new year. So yes. ItalianFootball24.com. Exactly. And just to be clear that does not change anything we are doing with Roma Press or the podcast this is just that stays obviously mm-hmm. yes no no uh, our output here is going to remain the same both with the podcast and uh, the website uh, we are just adding this on top of it simply to uh, again broaden uh, broaden the uh, viewership that we've attained with Roma Press just now again Uh, widen the scope just a bit. Uh, So now we have, again, uh, we will have news on there about all the clubs. If you have any feedback too, send it, send it our way. Uh, Any ideas are welcome. Any ideas are welcome. Yes, yes. It's uh, it's important to to have this, the idea behind it is to to deliver the the news that English-speaking audiences may not necessarily come across immediately uh, as uh, as Italian-speaking audiences. When you are following Italian football, there is a lot of latest news involved, a lot of interviews that perhaps take their time before being translated or being shared on a wider scale. And um, we think that we can make a positive impact and, and help that um, situation and spread those news quicker. And that's what Italian Football 24 will be about. So if there is anything else that you you might want to see on this website, please let us know and we'll take this uh, into consideration because, again, it's it's supposed to be for, for, for the viewers, for the readers, um, you know, to, to embrace in, in the new year. Definitely. Uh, and also, I mean, if you poor people who don't or the poor people, I, that does not hold on. Let me rephrase for the people who don't have, uh, because now, as I'm sure everybody knows, uh, most of the uh, Italian newspapers, they're all behind paywalls. And that's not just uh, strictly down to, you know, Gazzetta, Corriere dello Sport, Mediaset. Um, we now, I, I mean, the fact that, you know, I have access to those, and I just think to myself, wow, well, not everybody is able to see a lot of these articles or news. Um, That's what, again, Italian Football 24 uh, will be uh, focused on, is again, you're going to see a lot of of the news that you get on other websites, yes. Um, I mean, a lot of this stuff happens in... Uh, that's why you see when you have a transfer news coming out, you will see the same 10 websites come out with it. We're not going to be any different. However, we are going to try and, again, broaden the scope to which some of the stories that you might not get 
um, with uh, other English-speaking websites covering Serie A. That's the gap we are trying to fill in. So, again, italianfootball24.com. Send any feedback you may have uh, to Andy or myself. Uh, We are all ears. And, again, it is just us. Uh, We don't have... uh, we don't have a big corporation. We don't uh, have a team. We don't have uh, technicians. Nothing. We don't have staff writers. It's just us. You can find us uh, on Twitter, Italian Football Twenty Four. You can find us on on Facebook, and obviously you can find our website, which is up and running, and it should be up and running pretty well now. Yeah. With with yes. John having worked on it really for a long, long time, having made all the necessary checks. Um, we are going to be uh, amp- ramping up the, the 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 content on that website while also obviously focusing on Roma Press as well and the podcast. Absolutely. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, of course, to our wonderful patrons over at Patreon who allow us to uh, continue to do this and allow us to even expand again into other things such as Italian Football 24. Uh, your support means absolutely everything. We we greatly appreciate it. We truly, truly do. So uh, we will be back either later this week or early next week. We still have some time before the season ramps back up. Uh, once play begins again, we will resume uh, two episodes per week. Uh, but we'll see what happens uh, if anything new comes about in the week. And then we will play it by ear. But you will for sure hear from us at the latest next uh, next monday or tuesday so until then ciao